following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Oh, well, 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 well. How are you? How are things? Today is Wednesday, May the 25th of 2022. Oh, yes, yes, May the 25th, um, day 145 of the year and only 200, yes, 220 days left to go. You know, there's so many questions that I normally start off with um, as we start this whole thing, and I don't even know where to go today. Let's just kind of be realistic um, and start talking about a lot of the stuff that is, uh, that's going on. Um, so where to go? So where do we go? Where do where do we start? Where do we um go through this whole thing? Because you know, or you might not know, depending on uh, where you're located, you might not be aware of some things that had occurred yesterday. Um, so I, I'm almost thinking that we just start from there and then kind of try to make some sense around the rest of it and then work from there. What do you think? I mean, is that the most logical way to do this this morning? I mean, I, I just don't know where to go. Um, So let's start talking right away, and we'll get into some of the other portions. Uh, the uh, Everything will be open still, so don't worry about that. You can still go to callinradio.com if you want to interact uh, and do your, your commentary on the things that you would like to add to what's going on. You can still go to um, safetyfm.com. Uh, and then once you get there, just click on visual radio if you want to do it in that format. Um, and then you can see, you know, all the messaging stuff from there. I will tell you, I cannot see any messages in chat. Uh, so I just don't want it to be any kind of surprise if you put anything on there that I cannot see it. Uh, you would have to go into callinradio.com uh, to be able to do anything. So let's start talking right away. Let's start talking about what is going on. Uh, and, and, and let's see where this goes. Okay. So, if you did not hear, last night, a 18-year-old shooter killed at least 18 children and a teacher at Robb Elementary outside of San Antonio, Texas, on Tuesday. The suspect is named Salvador Romas, um, who is believed to have been killed by law enforcement at the school. ABC News reports that he um, shot his grandmother in the rampage of everything going on. So, I I don't even know where to start um, in regards of what is going on. And I don't know if I need to preface this stuff with I'm talking about that, uh, you know, this is our main story and all that kind of fun stuff. But we're going to need to talk about some points here because there are some different things that are going on. Uh, So, where can we start? Where can we go? And everything along those lines. Well, we can go right away if you would like to, um, into some information and some things that occurred shortly um, shortly after that this w- had been announced. 
in regards of what was happening. So there's there's still a lot of questions. There's still a lot of stuff going on. So let's um let's talk. Let's take a listen real quick about some of the stuff that is happening. TV TV um or TV Texas families are mourning after the school shooting. Families in Texas are dealing with the unthinkable right now. Um, Bobby Shorter, who is the husband of one of the teachers at the Rob Elementary School, um, was there yesterday as the massacre unfolded. Take a listen to this. I heard a couple of shots, and then immediately the police were there. And uh, her her class and everybody that was around her got in the cafeteria and uh, just kind of turned off the lights, got on the stage, started papering the windows. Authorities say that the gunman killed 19 students and two employees before the police ended his life. He also reported that shot his grandmother earlier in the day. A third teacher is expected to survive after un- undergoing surgery. So this is stuff that is actually still talking and things that are that are moving um, in this particular regards. And keep in mind that this story keeps on developing on what is going on. So it's just kind of a, a whole plethora of things uh, that are, are occurring at this time with this. Um, last night, just for some reference pieces and just to talk about it, Steve Kerr, coach for the Warriors, NBA Warriors, came out and had something to say during his press conference about this shooting. And let's see if we can get um, some of our screens here to lingo through um, to get to this. So let's go into what he had to say. I'm not going to talk about basketball. Nothing's uh, happened with our team in the last six hours. We're going to start the same way tonight. Um, any basketball questions uh, don't matter. Um, since we left shoot around, 14 children were killed 400 miles from here. And a, and a teacher. And in the last 10 days, we've had elderly black people killed in a supermarket in Buffalo. We've had Asian churchgoers killed in Southern California. And now we have children murdered at school. When are we going to do something? I'm tired. I'm, I'm so tired of getting up here and offering condolences to to the devastated families that are out there. I'm so tired of the, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm tired of the moments of silence. Enough. There's 50 senators right now who refuse to vote on H.R. 8, which is a background check rule that the House passed a couple years ago. It's been sitting there for two years. And there's a reason they won't vote on it, to hold on to power. So I ask you, Mitch McConnell, I ask all of you senators who refuse to do anything about the violence and school shootings and supermarket shootings, I ask you, are you going to put your own desire for power ahead of the lives of our children and our elderly and our churchgoers? Because that's what it looks like. It's what we do every week. So I'm fed up. I've had enough. We're going to play the game tonight, but I want every person here, every person listening to this to think about your own child or grandchild or mother or father or sister, brother. How would you feel if this happened to you today? We can't get numb to this. 
We can't sit here and just read about it and go, well, let's have a moment of silence. Yeah, go Dubs, you know. Come on, Mavs, let's go. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go play a basketball game. And, the, and 50 senators in Washington are going to hold us hostage. Do you realize that 90% of Americans, regardless of political party, want background check, universal background check? 90% of us, we are being held hostage by 50 senators in Washington who refuse to even put it to a vote, despite what we, the American people, want. They won't vote on it because they want to hold on to their own power. It's pathetic. I've had enough. So, um, as you can see, very emotional about what was going on. And I get it. I understand it. I understand, you know, the frustration to an extent. I mean, I'll never understand it um, all the way, of course. Everybody lives in their own version of reality. So that's kind of how that goes. So he did reference something inside of there that I, that I want to make sure that, w- that we speak about for a moment. So he talks about HR8 bipartisan background checks. Um, so just in case you are not um, familiar with this, you can go to it's the easiest way to do it is to go to congress.gov to find out more information. Um, but you, the other side of the equation here is that this bill establishes new background check requirements for firearms transfers between private parties, um, you know, i.e. unlicensed individuals is what it specifies, uh, specifically if it prohibits a firearm transfer between private parties unless a licensed gun dealer, manufacturer, or importer first takes possession of the firearm to conduct a background check. Uh, the the, prohibi- uh, the prohibition does not apply to certain firearm transfers such as gift between spouses in good faith. So that's portion of what he's talking about. So I just want to make sure that we're clear on the reference piece. Um, That way you're familiar with it as well. But like I did say, um, if you go to congress.gov and pull up HR8, um, there is more information on there because I think it's important for, um, for you to be familiar with it, opposed to it just being something that you're hearing terminologies out there about what is going on, opposed to um, it just being something that somebody is saying, opposed to everything else going on. So let's continue talking real quick. Active shooters' attacks have doubled since the pandemic. The tragedy in Texas is among more than 200 mass shootings just this year. Uh, Chris Brown, president of Brady Campaign to Prevent Gun Violence, says that something needs to be done. Texas is a state that has rolled back almost every gun safety law that we have effectively passed as an organization in so many other states that could prevent shootings. Maybe not this one. I need more facts, but plenty of others. So as referenced, 19 students and two employees were shot to death on Tuesday by a gunman that later was killed by the police. The FBI reports that the attacks by active shooters across the nation has doubled since the pandemic. The breakdown reveals 61 cases in 30 states last year with more than 100 people killed, the highest number of deaths since 2017 when shooting at Las Vegas uh, Festival added 143 lives lost. Yesterday's massacre came just over a week after another mass shooting in Buffalo, New York, um, has left 10 people dead. Uh, Chris Brown, president of the Brady campaign, says the goal isn't to take everyone's guns away. This is not about at all uh, a view of the Second Amendment that says individuals, responsible gun owners can't have access to firearms. This is about protecting our kids from people intent on harming them. 
So I don't know what there's so much going on and this becomes one of these things where conversations need to be had across the party lines, regardless on how you take a look at it. And it needs to be more of a, of a human thing across the board, regardless. I mean, even if, you know, if you're for or anti guns, this is something that needs to be a conversation, regardless on how you take a look at it. And of course, more things will come about as we continue to talk, um, of what happened and how this, this, this murderer, this murderer actually got a hold of his gun and so on. With that being said, let's continue on. Let's get into some of the news stories that are going on across the world. Um, a lot of stuff going on. I just don't know what to say when you hear stuff to this extent. So let's get into some news from the professional broadcasters in the house. Here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. NBC News Radio, I'm Michael Kastner. Families in Texas are dealing with the unthinkable right now. Bobby Studer is the husband of one of the teachers at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde. He was there yesterday as the massacre unfolded. I heard a couple of shots, and then immediately the police were there. And uh, her, her class and everybody that was around her got in the cafeteria and uh, just kind of turned off the lights, got on the stage, started papering the windows. Authorities say a gunman killed 19 students and two school employees before police ended his life. He also reportedly shot his grandmother earlier in the day. A third teacher is expected to survive after undergoing surgery. President Biden, who has lost two children of his own, says he feels for the parents who lost their children in Tuesday's shooting. To lose a child is like having a piece of your soul ripped away. There's a hollowness in your chest. You feel like you're being sucked into it. He said he's been pushing for gun legislation for his entire career. Biden urged politicians to act right now. He added, we have to do more. The Texas massacre is at least the 40th school shooting this year. Despite pleas for gun control, legislation remains stalled in Congress. But last night, Senate Democrats put a bill on the calendar so it could be voted on. It would close a loophole on background checks. New York lawmaker Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is blasting Senator Ted Cruz from Texas over his planned appearance at an NRA meeting following the Texas school shooting. When there's a murder of this kind, uh, you see politicians try to, try to politicize it. Uh, you see Democrats and a lot of folks in the media whose immediate solution is to try to restrict uh, the constitutional rights of law-abiding citizens. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. From Feature Story News in Riga, Latvia, I'm Chris Jones. Russia says it's prepared to open humanitarian corridors for food exports out of Ukraine if sanctions placed on Russia are lifted. US President Joe Biden has demanded that the country stand up to the gun lobby following an elementary school shooting in Texas. North Korea fired three missiles on Wednesday, a day after the US president ended his Asia trip, and the UK government could soon announce a £10 billion package for households enduring rising living costs. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves, only on Safety FM. New developments are unfolding today in the baby formula crisis. A second shipment of formula will arrive in Pennsylvania. A House committee will also hear from FDA officials about the nationwide shortage, as well as executives from three companies that make baby formula. Georgia Republicans targeted by former President Trump didn't just win. 
they crushed their opponents in the primaries. Mike Bauer reports. Because at the end of the day, I'm still a construction guy from Athens. A hard-working Georgian just like you are. That's Georgia Governor Brian Kemp. Trump recruited former Senator David Perdue to run in the race, reportedly calling him several times in the fall of 2021 to convince him to run against Kemp. And the Trump-backed Perdue lost by 50 points. Trump's losses didn't stop there. Republican voters in Georgia on Tuesday showed there are limits to how seriously the party will entertain former President Trump's grievances. Wildfires are burning all over the U.S. In New Mexico, there are almost 3,000 firefighters battling the nation's largest active wildfire, the Hermit's Peak Fire. Trey Thomas reports. It's charred through over 300,000 acres and has 42% containment. The state is also dealing with five other large fires. In Colorado, there are three locations up in flames, with one 100% contained. At least one large wildfire is currently affecting Texas, Colorado, Arkansas, Nebraska, and New Hampshire. Aerosmith's Stephen Tyler is voluntarily entering rehab. Mark Mayfield with a story. released a statement Tuesday saying that he had relapsed following foot surgery. Aerosmith also canceled their upcoming residency at the Park MGM in Vegas so Tyler can focus on his recovery. However, the group remained hopeful that they would still be able to take the stage during their second leg of shows in September. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. This portion of the show has been sponsored by Private Internet Access, America's number one virtual private network or VPN. Even if you use incognito mode, Internet service providers is storing your browser data and many times even selling it. But Private Internet Access or PIA can help you. PIA encrypts and reroutes your internet traffic through one of its own servers, hiding your data from your internet service provider or network admin. And with servers in over 75 countries, you can get unrestricted access to geo-blocked content from around the world. PIA comes with easy-to-use apps and browsers extension for all devices, a rock-solid privacy policy, open-source security, advanced customization settings, and it was just ranked the fastest VPN in the world by PC Magazine. And if you sign up right now with BIA, you can take advantage of a special deal only for Safety FM listeners. Only by using the following link, you can get the digital privacy for less than $2 a month. Yes, you did hear me correctly. Less than $2 a month and an extra four months for free. So that means for only $1.98 a month and 83% off, you can get this service for you right now. That's so much more inexpensive than virtually every other VPN on the market. And if you get it right now, you can take BIA's 30-day risk-free challenge. You can try it out for 30 days, see if you like it, and if not, just return it for a full refund. So just go to safetyfm.com forward slash VPN. That's safetyfm.com forward slash VPN to try out the best VPN on the planet completely risk-free. Now remember, safetyfm.com forward slash VPN. Mr. Safety Trainer, old, stale, and hacked. Mr. Safety Trainer, still preaching. A warped version of behavior-based safety. 
How about safety training that actually addresses your hazards in your workplaces and is not standardized baloney from 25 years ago? Contact the Safety Wars team at safetywars.com or call Jim Polzel at 845-269-5772. Remember, if you're receiving this message, you are the solution to unsafe workplaces. It's a new year, but it's feeling harder than ever to find and hire qualified people you need, especially for small businesses. That's where LinkedIn Job comes in. They make it easier to find people you want to talk to faster and for free. You can create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 770 million people. Focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience and use screening questions to get your role in front of the most qualified people. Then use the simple tools on LinkedIn Jobs to quickly filter and prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering qualified hires versus Hire. leading competitors. I have to tell you that we have used LinkedIn Jobs to even find some of the people that we have here at Safety FM. LinkedIn Jobs can help you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your jobs for free on linkedin.com slash safety fm that's linkedin.com slash safety fm to post your job for free terms and conditions to apply and don't forget to tell them that you heard it right here on safety fm you are listening to something magical <laughs> You're Not. listening to the Rated R Safety Show. So there you go. A lot of information coming your general direction as we are talking, moving and grooving and doing all the stuff that we have going on real quick uh, this morning. Uh, what else did we see uh, going on yesterday? Um, we'll talk a little bit about trends, but we kind of know what some of the trends already were. So let's kind of take a look at some of that. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. We talked about Steven Tyler. Several social media users tweeted out uh, their anger at uh, comedian Ricky um, Jervis uh, following the release of his new special on Netflix. Uh, The view was also trending as Twitter users reacted to Kellyanne Conway's appearance on the daytime talk show, uh, just for reference purposes as we are talking. Uh, So let's start talking about some other stuff. Uh, because let's see what we can do here. So 24 minutes past the top of the hour, just in case if you're wondering what the hell is going on. Uh, Tesla uh, has plans to open a restaurant that will open 24, will be open 24-7 and themed around electric car company. Elon Musk first teased the idea in a tweet uh, way back in in 2018. Then he uh, mused, he's mused about putting an old school um, drive-in roller skates and uh, yeah i guess roller skates and um rock restaurant and the new tesla supercharger in los angeles now the company has filed paperwork just just with those plans plans calls for 9300 square foot uh, facility complete with 28 charging stations and a drive-in movie theater plus a dinner uh with seat uh, with seating of for about 200 people this is all according to bloomberg no word yet on the food offerings and i'm sure that um um, it will be in the future uh, on when the opening date is because, of course, there is nothing listed right there. 
Meanwhile, Adam Newman has raised $70 million for his next venture. Um, here's the WeWork co-founder who um, exited his company in disgrace after blowing through billions of dollars of investments of money in 2019. The new venture, which um, he is spearheading with wife Rebecca and three others, is to sell tokenized carbon credits on the blockchain, which has something to do with companies buying and selling carbon credits uh, to alleviate their guilt of burning fossil fuel or something. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm not super familiar with with um, with that information, but it's um one of those things that uh, people do talk about that uh, they want to alleviate their carbon footprint by buying certain things that are supposed to be uh, helping the world and going on from that particular portion. Anyways, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric uh, Administration says they expect up to six major hurricanes this season, uh, and this will bring 14 to 21 named storms in total, 10 of which could be hurricanes. So just so you have some information there on what is going on. I'm going to bring in some Johnny Smalls right now for he can tell us a little bit about what's going on inside of the market beat. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Wednesday, May 25th, 2022. Equities resumed their decline Tuesday after results from Snap and the new home sales data amplified fears of a recession. Snap, a fast-growing social media company, shocked the market with results and weak outlook while the new home sales showed a sharp contraction in housing activity. That is directly related to skyrocketing prices and rising interest rates that have many would-be homeowners sitting on the sidelines. If this month's data turns into a trend, it could mean a recession is already happening. Today's big news will be the FOMC minutes. They're expected to shed light on the Fed's stance on inflation, and it is hawkish. Inflation is rising at record rates, and the Fed's job is to tame it. The next data comes out on Friday and may put added pressure on the Fed. If, however, the PCE shows signs of peaking or receding, the equity market will probably rally in response. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at marketbeatminute.com. Okay, thank you, Johnny Smalls, for that one, letting us know what is going on. What we were also able to additionally find is the Dow had another afternoon rally to finish up just 25 points after a day of trading in red. Uh, Snapchat lost 41% of its value during the trading on Tuesday, and its stock's worst single-day performance ever. Uh, the drop of $3.2 billion off of net worth as its co-founders, um, by the co-founders, but it still has 6.5 between um, the two of them. So that is definitely some changes on some things going on right there for sure. As we are getting here um, and talking and doing all the stuff that we get to do, let's get into some some other stuff real quick. Let's get into um, some things that we need to talk about. Uh, I forgot to talk earlier, and I think that it's important to do so, so let's do this real quick, about what was trending inside of the charts um, for the fiction and nonfiction book category because we talk about books all the time because it's important. The books are important to, to discuss and to man and to do all that interesting stuff. So let's talk about the fiction and nonfiction currently on the New York Times bestsellers list. According to the fiction category at number five, Where the Crawdads Sing. At number four, The Summer's Place. At number three, 22 Seconds. And um, let's see, at number two, It Ends With Us. And at the number one spot, it is book lovers. So there you go. Okay, so let's go into the nonfiction category. It goes um, something like this. The Body Keeps the Score. At number four, Lily's Promise. At number three, The Sacred Oath. At number two, Finding Me. And at the number one spot, 
according to the nonfiction category for, based on what New York Times bestsellers list is saying. Killing the Killers, Bill O'Reilly. Yep, Killing the Killers, Bill O'Reilly. So there you go. That is what is trending according to that side of the house. So what do you think? What do you think as we talk about it, as we mention it, and all that fun stuff there? Okay, so let's start talking a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, Cook County could uh, reach high alert by level by Friday. Chicago, Illinois, COVID-19 continues to be uh, an issue in Cook County. Chicago's Health Commissioner, Dr. Allison Ardwardy, uh, believes that the country could reach a high level of community transmission by the end of the week. I do anticipate um, that that Cook County, which includes Chicago, will move to high uh, with the update later this week. And so I would expect by Friday we'll probably be there. Dr. Allison said Chicago is seeing uptick in cases, but believes that the case numbers may be um, plateauing. Uh, she doesn't expect to see resist um, a reinstatement of mass mandates unless hospital be, hospitals become overwhelmed. So there you go. Some information right there. Anyways, Georgia primary voters rejected Trump's 2020s uh, election um, information. Georgia Republicans targeted former President Trump and didn't just win. They crushed their opponents in the primary. Mike Bowers has more information. Because at the end of the day, I'm still a construction guy from Athens, a hardworking Georgian just like you are. That's Georgia Governor Brian Kemp. Trump recruited former Senator David Perdue to run in the race, reportedly calling him several times in the fall of 2021 to convince him to run against Kemp. And the Trump-backed Perdue lost by 50 points. Trump's losses didn't stop there. Republican voters in Georgia on Tuesday showed there are limits to how seriously the party will entertain former President Trump's grievances. I'm Mike Bauer. Okay, let's continue talking about some other things real quick. Uh, Connecticut Senator responds to the latest gun massacre. Senator Chris Murphy is no stranger to school shootings. Nowhere else do parents have to talk to their kids, as I have had to do, about why they got locked into a bathroom and told to be quiet for five minutes just in case a bad man entered that building. Nowhere else does that happen except here in the United States of America, and it is a choice. The Kinetic, uh, the Kinetic Democratic, or the, yeah, the the Kinetic Democrat has been pushing for gun reform since 2012 massacre at Sandy Hook Elementary in his home state. He says that he's outraged by the latest act of senseless violence at um, at this time in Texas Elementary School. That's where the gunman killed 19 students and two adults before being shot to death by law enforcement yesterday. After the killings were confirmed, Murphy said uh, that he was shaking all over with fear, anger, and resolve. On the Senate floor, he repeatedly asked for his colleagues, what are we doing, as he pointed to the Senate that has failed to act in these types of attacks. Also, the senator went and asked if his colleagues could find some common ground to the issue of guns in America after a mass shooting in South Texas. I'm here on this floor to beg, to literally get down on my hands and knees and beg my colleagues Find a path forward here. Chris Murphy also asked some questions of his colleagues after the mass shooting in South Texas schools. What are we doing? Why are you here? So, 
I don't know. There's a lot of stuff still going on inside of this as we speak, and this is going to be an ongoing conversation. Is this not going to to be one of these things that we're going to talk about briefly and then continue moving forward? Let's just be realistic. It's going to be a, a conversation that we need to to determine what we're going to do and go from there. That's 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 it. Antonio Delgado to be sworn in as the new uh, New York's new lieutenant governor, Hudson Valley Congressman Antonio Delgado will be sworn in today as New York's new lieutenant governor, Jennifer. Jennifer has more information about this. A ceremony will be held late this afternoon at Governor Hochul's office in Manhattan. Delgado replaces Brian Benjamin, who resigned from his position last month after being arrested in a federal corruption probe. Delgado, who lives in Rhinebeck with his wife and twin sons, leaving his swing seat representing the 19th Congressional District. He'll be challenged next month in the Democratic Lieutenant Governor primary, a special election to fill his seat scheduled for August. Jennifer Bolsoni, NBC News Radio, New York. Okay, thank you, Jennifer, for that one, letting us know what's going on. Uh, Fleet Week kicks off in New York City. Fleet Week is New York City is back following two years absent because of the coronavirus. Scott Pringle reports. There are several Coast Guard and Naval ships in New York City. One of the highlights of Fleet Week, the public is invited to tour them. Now, several thousand white uniformed sailors are here as well. The idea of Fleet Week is to give the public a glimpse at what the life is like for those serving at sea. And there are numerous Fleet Week events in the city leading up to Memorial Day. And that includes Navy dive tank demonstrations in Times Square, military concerts, and search and rescue demonstrations. Scott Pringle, NBC News Radio, New York. Okay, thank you, Scott, for that one, letting us know what is going on inside of the world there. Um, Let's see, fires making their way through several states. Wildfires are burning all over the U.S. Um, Over in New Mexico, there's almost 3,000 firefighters battling the the nation's largest active wildfire, the Hermit's Peak Fire. Trey Thomas reports. It's charred through over 300,000 acres and has 42% containment. The state is also dealing with five other large fires. In Colorado, there are three locations up in flames, with one 100% contained. At least one large wildfire is currently affecting Texas, Colorado, Arkansas, Nebraska, and New Hampshire. I'm Trey Thomas. Okay, thank you, Trey, for that one, letting us know what's going on. Let's talk about this real quick. Southern Baptist leadership meets over sex abuse reports. Uh, The Southern Baptist Convention Executive Committee met Tuesday to discuss the bombshell reports um, that have occurred uh, outlining a history of hiding sexual abuse. Trey Thomas has more information. The report released Sunday found that church leadership in the country's largest Protestant denomination helped enable a cycle of abuse among its members and ignored or dismissed complaints. Several leaders have since resigned. Executive committee leaders said yesterday they plan to make public a private database of substantiated offenders. They closed out the meeting with a prayer for the survivors of abuse. I'm Trey Thomas. Okay, so there's some more information on things going on inside of this particular world. Let's jump around real quick. BP Station hits $5 per gallon gas. $5 per gallon gas has been reached at BP gas stations in Oak Park, Michigan. These drivers were shocked. I was like, oh, Lord. It's getting ridiculous. I don't know how I'm going to keep doing it. Everything is just it's too much. Okay, it is the first gas station in Michigan to reach the level amid the current price spike with a statewide average being $4.57. Triple A Michigan spokesperson Adriana Woodland says the pump prices will keep increasing as long as gasoline stocks keep 
decreasing in crude oil prices remain over $105 a barrel. It costs an average of $68 for a full tank of 15 gallons. Uh, so there you go. The gas station customers were amazed at the $5 gallon at BP. Take a listen to some more. I'm working uh, overtime to put gas in my car. So that's where we're at. I'm actually working for the pump. <laughs> I just don't go anywhere now. So a lot of stuff going on with that. And people are saying or claiming that prices are have increased in the area that they're in, especially with it being a holiday weekend coming up right there. California gas prices are still above $6. Gas prices are are um, are parked right where they were yesterday in a record high territory. And after that, these drivers, well, we talked about the drivers in Michigan, so you already know what's going on there. AAA reports that once again, the national average regular prices are just shy of $4.60. That's higher than ever. Prices are moving on to a statewide level. The, the low price leader is Oklahoma with a $4.07 a gallon. The statewide average is still $6.06 a gallon, the highest price in the nation, and that is in California. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on inside of this world. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Do you have a claim and not sure where to turn? Coastal Claim Consultants are professionally licensed and bonded public insurance adjusters employed exclusively by you, the policyholder, to represent you after sustaining an insured loss. They assist policyholders in all aspects of processing the claim, working closely with the insured to provide the most equitable and timely settlement possible. They will provide you with comprehensive service, anything from inspecting the law site, analyzing damages, compiling claim support data, reviewing applicable coverages, assessing replacement costs of damages, and negotiating your settlement. The adjusters at Coastal Claim Consultants will evaluate your claim for no upfront cost whatsoever. Coastal Claim Consultants fee is based on contingency contracts and are paid when the insurance company sends you a check and it's in your possession. Coastal Claim Consultants are licensed to assist you in the following states. Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, Georgia, and South Carolina. South Carolina. For more information, go to coastal-cc.com. That's coastal-cc.com for more information. Lighting the way to recovery. Coastal Claim Consultants. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. It's always amazing to me on how technology changes and so does the environment that we're in. And cyber criminals will do everything they can to take advantage of a system. If you don't own a home, you have nothing to fear about what I'm about to tell you. But if you own a home like me and you don't guard it with home title lock, you're inviting home title fraud. One of the fastest growing crimes Cyber thieves around the world know our home values are sky high at the moment, and that makes us a target. The crime is scary simple. Let me explain it to you real quick. A cyber thief simply forges your name on a property cell form and refiles it. That's it. Now he or she 
is on the deed of your home and you have no idea that you're a victim. Then the person takes out a loan on your home and vanishes, leaving you to prove to the police that you didn't commit bank fraud. Home title locks put a virtual barrier around your home title. The instant they detect any kind of tampering or anybody messing around, they help shut it down. Look, if you have equity in your home, you need to guard it the best way that you can. Some people might even go as far as guarding it with their life. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you already are a victim. And enter the code RADIO. That's R-A-D-I-O. That's the code RADIO for 30 days free of protection. That's code RADIO at HomeTitleLock.com. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Hey, are you tired of hanging around and talking about safety in a boring kind of format? Well, I got something for you. If you haven't hung out with us yet at safetyfm.com, I'm going to encourage you to do so. Yeah, if you come out to Safety FM, you can come hang out with all kinds of safety professionals. Some are safety professionals. Some are just people that are talking about safety. But we want to do it in a format that makes it fun and entertaining. If you're kind of trying to figure out what the FM portion is, well, we're a radio station and also a podcast network. You can come out, hang out, listen to my show, The Jay Allen Show. You can listen to Todd Conklin with the pre accident investigation blaine j hoffman with the safety pro the hop nerd sam goodman just to name a few on what could be found on the station different things for different people trying to bring safety in an entertaining form safetyfm.com go to the website download the app and carry it with you all day long safetyfm.com we'll be waiting for you minutes past the top of the hour this one's titled it's a feeling this one's by divine songs readily available on spotify and itunes thank you for divine for allowing us to play this here on the rated r safety show say go take a listen take a gander of it if you have the possibility and availability of doing so good tunage there for sure anyways let's start talking about some other things that are going on inside of this world as we are talking here are some latest news coming in to the wire as of three minutes ago a texas governor to visit school shooting town today the nation is mourning the 
morning for children, 19 children and two teachers that were killed in Texas school shooting. William Burns was a witness. They locked down the school really quickly and uh, and they started evacuating children out through breaking windows and pulling children out through the windows and getting them to safety. Uh, Governor Greg Abbott is, uh, it's a horrific loss that uh, was a horrific loss and will visit the small town um, today, which he sits between San Antonio and the border. And that's where the 18 year old that opened the fire inside of the classroom, gunning down mostly uh, third and fourth graders before police took him out. Abbott ordered uh, the Department of Public Safety and Texas Rangers to help investigate what exactly is going on there. Uh, let's see. UCLA research uh, reaches a $374 million settlement in sex abuse case involving former gynecologists. UCLA has agreed to pay $374 million to settle an addition, um, additional sexual misconduct lawsuit filed by patients of former campus gynecologist James Heaps. Uh, Daniel Martindale has more information. The latest settlement involves more than 300 former patients who sued the University of California system after allegedly being abused by heaps. UCLA has now paid nearly $700 million to settle legal claims filed by several thousand alleged victims of heaps. The gynecologist was affiliated with UCLA for nearly 35 years. I'm Daniel Martindale. So a lot, lot of lot of interesting stuff there going on for sure, but it's good to see that um, they are able to settle something. Uh, don't know if it's fitting, but hey, it's one of those things uh, to talk about. Anyways, the mansplain, uh, by now everyone's familiar with the terms mansplaining when someone, usually a man, explains something in a manner regarding uh, condescending or patronizing. Uh, well, according to an article in The Guardian, guys um, should also be careful to stay away from uh, something called as... Uh, Heppeting, yes, the term is rapidly gaining popularity, comes from a 2017 tweet by U.S. Um, physicist, professor, and astronomer Nicole, I'm going to butcher her last name, so let's skip over that, who says that her friends came up with the word to describe when a woman suggests the idea and it is ignored, but then a guy says that it's the same thing and everyone loves it. She gave the uses as an example of, oh, I uh, hepatated, um in that meeting again. Uh, he totally hepatated me. And the concept, it was um, immediately recognized as the original tweet got 185,000 likes, 58.8 thousand retweets. While um, hepatating hasn't uh, made it into the dictionary yet, the mansplaining has. Some believe that it's only a matter of time. Uh, would the word uh, hijack uh, work in the situation as well? Because that's what it sounds like. And is it supposed to be a good thing that... Uh, no dude is trying to take credit for something that um, that they came up with. I mean, I don't know. It's all confusing to me. Anyway, so let's go from there. Let's get in some Johnny Smalls to see if he can give you, give you and me some level of motivation. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. Today's quote was submitted by Tim. Richard Bach said, Bad things are not the worst thing that can happen to us. Nothing is the worst thing that can happen to us. Yes, if bad things happen, we can learn from it and press on to better days. But when nothing at all happens, you may start to wonder why. My advice would be pretty doggone simple. Don't be afraid of something bad happening. It's most likely going to happen. So be prepared for it. Be ready for the bad so it's not quite as bad. Then you need to be ready for the good, too. Don't get in the way of your own success. Be ready to win. Then get out of the way and let it happen. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com.
They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at motivationminute.org. Your Wellness Minute is brought to you by alessamorgan.com. In our journey of understanding ourselves and our eating habits, sometimes it's helpful to know the difference between emotional eating and being addicted to food. In short, emotional eating is something that happens only with emotional triggers, which can include stress, anxiety, boredom, transition between tasks, fatigue, and other feelings. Alternatively, food addiction is something that occurs consistently and regardless of our emotional state. It exists without any triggers, and no matter how much we eat, it never seems to be enough. What unites both emotional eating and food addiction is that for both of them, the food is not the actual issue. They are both coping mechanisms, and they exist for us to achieve some versionality of safety, comfort, or emotional release. For more on food addiction and emotional eating, check out resources on alessamorgan.com. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, there you go. Currently 50 minutes past the top of the hour. Um, at the top of the hour, we will be going over exclusively to RadioBig.fm. If you want to come over, hang out, and do the things that we get to do over there, we'll start taking some deeper dives and some things that are going on inside of the world of the news and talk about the ongoings and going-ons of what is happening right now. Anyways, um, I did not tell you, but don't worry. We are going to talk about it. I'm going to tell you the most important thing that I will tell you at any point in our lifetime about any show that we get to do together or even if we were hanging out together just you and I. I want to tell you about my friends at the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one, know that you're not alone. Hurry about personal experiences from people in your local communities whose lives have been impacted by suicide and depression. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to AFSP.org. That is AFSP.org or call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255 or text the word TALK to 741-741. Listen, this is a conversation that we need to go through all the time. We need to talk about this all the time, not sometime, but all the time. It's important. It's important for us to discuss. It's important for us to um, have this discussion because at no point should there be stigma, anything bad associated with this. It should be a conversation that we can have as human beings day in and day out. There's real stories on there. There's a way on how you can join local chapters and what you can do to make a difference in regards of this all important subject matter. So there you go. That's readily available to you. Um, all you have to do, like I said, is go to AFSP.org. Let's continue talking about some things that are going on inside of this world um, just for the sake of doing so. Let's talk some tech talk real quick. A person's dependence on social media is best judged when major networks such as Facebook go down. A new study says by Penn State researchers analyzed the reaction of the six-hour Facebook outage that found that the users on the site flooded to rival Twitter with nearly a quarter of a million tweets about the outage. Uh, quickly making um, hashtag Facebook down a top trending topic, while many uh, comments reflected on anger 
about the situations. Others included ridiculed Facebook. Users also expressed the need to find other social media outlets. Another top trending topic after the outage was social media detox. The research conclu- um, concluded that social media platforms need to look at um, outages as seriously as utility companies view blackouts and prepare communication plans to help uh, consumers navigate the outage. How would they help navigate the outage and communicate with them? So do you think they're just going to shoot them an email? I mean, I don't know. Um, I thought people did just that. Everyone just went to Twitter to complain just like Twitter users do. So, I mean, I thought it was a pretty simple process. Sending emails is the most frustrating part of a workday for almost um, half the workers. According to a new poll, a new survey of 2,000 office workers in the U.S. found that um, a lot of frustration in the workplace with 48% agreeing that following up, sending reminders, responding, and drafting new emails is the most irritating task of their workday duties. Other top hair-pulling moments during their workday include paperwork, hosting or sitting in um, in meetings, speaking with managers and team members, and helping customers. Well, helping customers is, is a bad thing. Oh, okay. Um, so what exactly these people do, do they want to do um, that, or what do they want to do that they don't find irritating? Maybe that's... Um, Maybe that's uh, that's another another conversation. Anyways, let's talk about did you know real quick. If you're tired uh, of your burritos or wraps falling apart, you know, known as a full burrito blowout, um, as you bite into them, this could be the perfect thing for you. Students at John Hopkins University have developed an edible food tape. Yeah, the young engineering students, um, all women, created Tasty Tape, which compromises of a food um, grade uh, fiber. Um, and um, organic adhesive designed to help um, the the contents of your food um, not coming out of control while you're cooking or consuming it. It also becomes handy as um, a snack itself in case of emergency. How come I feel like this is a Shark Tank uh, product that all of a sudden you might be able to see? I mean, I'm just saying it just sounds like uh, one of those weird things that you would be able to find on there. I mean, there are sometimes there, there's really good stuff, but... I guess some odd things do pop up from time to time. Anyways, let's talk about some things that um that uh that happened back on this date. Uh, back on this date in 2020, a video of George Floyd's arrest and murder while police custody goes viral. The nine-minute clip shows Floyd pinned to the ground by police officer Derek Chavin. Um, the the incident sparked a widespread uh, condemnation and nationwide protests. So there you go. Let's talk about some birthdays going on today. Bo Dallas turns 32. Roman Reigns turns 37. Joe King, 42. Adam Goodnear, 44. Brian Ulrich turns 44. Alberto Del Rio turns 45. Uh, Cillian Murphy turns 46. Octavio Spencer turns 52. Jamie Kennedy, 52. Ann H. uh, turns 53. Mike Myers turns 59. Frank Oz turns 78. And Ian McKellen? Well, he turns 83 today, so that's going on. What's going on inside of the world of the birthdays? If you're looking at for some days of the year to celebrate, I have some of those for you. National Brown Baggot Day, National Missing Children Day, National Tap Dance Day, National Wine Day, Towel Day, and Geek Pride Day. Yes, I did say Geek Pride, not Greek, but Geek Pride Day. So there you go. All kinds of fun stuff to be able to do today if you're so inclined to do so anyways if you need a random joke for today i got one of those for you they usually have three tellers at a bank except when it's very busy then they have one 
If you need a phone starter for today, try this. What's the best comeback to an insult that you have ever heard? I said heard, not Amber heard, just in case. Uh, What else? If you need something for the water cooler, try this one. Just 8% of people say they can't remember their first one of these. What is it? Concert. They can't remember their first concert. What was your first concert? I mean, I guess my, my, I mean, I guess you could break that down into so many different levels um, for sure as you um, think about it. Anyway, so thank you for taking a listen to what the hell we have going on here on the Rated R Safety Show. I really do appreciate you coming out, hanging out, and doing all the fun stuff that we get to do together. Because without you, we can't do what we do around here. That is for sure. There is no doubt about that. Anyways, I will be going over to RadioBig.fm. If you want to come and hang out and do some things together, we can do that. Or you can keep it right here on Safety FM, taking a listen to what the hell is going on on across the multiverse of Safety FM. If I can leave you with a deep thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. Stop waiting for the right time because time isn't waiting for you. Think about that. Make your move. It's time to do so. Anyways, thank you for taking a listen for what's going on. I really do appreciate you. Hopefully, we'll see you tomorrow if you're not going over to RadioBig.fm. Anyways, I know who you are. Duh. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.